Yo, it's the host, Stanley Fox here. Uh, before we begin this episode of Guerrero Bacon's podcast, I want to give a warning. I want to give a heads up um, because this is not for everyone. Um, we will be talking about some of the more darker sides of society, uh, especially concerning a very vulnerable group. Um, so if you are not in the right mindset to be watching this, I totally understand. I do not blame you. Um, I am a father myself. I have two beautiful children and a amazing stepson. I totally get it. So if you want to skip ahead to the next one, um, I don't blame you. But other than that... Uh, this is a story that needs to be told. This is something that needs to be shared because this is happening every day all over the world. And it is not just the few people that you hear about on the news. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to have that said before we begin the episode. If you are still around, thank you very much. Please do share this because this needs more attention this needs to stop especially with this this group so thank you all very much and for now enjoy the episode And we are back. We are live on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast Third show in three days. So it's been rather busy. Um, today, my guest is Angie, Angie Fensize. She is the author of uh, Hidden in the Shadow, which is a book that tackles a quite, quite dark topic, uh, but one that is very important to keep exposing and keep talking about uh, no matter how uncomfortable it may be um angie thank you for coming on uh, introduce you yourself coming. to the good people and tell us what your your book is about because you're the author you can do it justice <laughs> thank you very much and thank you for having me on your podcast i really appreciate it um the book stems from a photograph that i found in my grandfather's box of family photos when i was nine and it was of a woman standing next to this tiny wooden box and uh i asked my grandfather about it and he said i don't want to talk about it and he stormed out of the room he was a police chief of the small town that i grew up in for over 30 years and i he was a big man with big hands, very stern. He had a great sense of humor, but you knew not to push. So I didn't push. Then when he um, passed away in 1992, I was going through the, again, photos with my grandmother to, you know, pick some for his funeral. Mm -hmm. And I came across it again. So I said to her, 
Nana, what is this photo about? Like, why did Papa not want to talk about it? And her response was rather distressing. She said, he didn't want to talk about it, but all he ever told me was that, you know, obviously now I recognize that the tiny box is a coffin. Um, So she said, uh, all he'd ever say, he said, she said, and you know your grandfather, he might have said this to get me to never ask again. But he said that the mother had killed the baby with knitting needles through its ear. And I was horrified. Whether that was the truth or not, nobody really knows. Um, Mm. Because he died with what happened. And, and, And a big question was, why would he keep the photo if he didn't ever want to talk about it? So when I started in on Hidden in the Shadows, it was actually a medium that I contacted because I I had written one book before that, Cry of an Osprey, that was about my brother who passed away. It's a whole other story. Mm. Um, And after I finished that book, I just opened the Pandora's box of writing and I wanted to just keep going. But I I was at a miffed as to what to write about. I knew I always wanted to be a mystery writer. So she had told me, you know, that there was a sheriff and a small town. Anyway, I knew it was about this photo. So I started in on, you know, doing some research. Of course, this mm. was a small, really northern town. There's nothing on it. But somehow I ended up going down this this field of child trafficking and um, adrenochrome and the the rituals, the satanic rituals that were being done to these children. And that was bad enough. But then I realized that these poor kids were, you know, these survivors were having people say that what their stories were, were false, that they didn't happen to them. And it was crazy. So I was like, okay, I need to give them a voice. So Evie is one POV and she is me. She basically found found the photo the same way she's not actually me but she found it the same way I did yeah okay um you know with her grandfather's stash and she goes on this this journey of of trying to find out why he'd keep the photo if he didn't want to talk about it what happened she finds out very deep dark secrets about her grandfather simultaneously there is another POV Charlie Baker and he is someone who has lived the life and he is reaccounting his life with a therapist at the same time that Evie's trying to, you know, navigate. And eventually the two worlds collide uh, in a very surprising way. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind the book. Uh, Evie, you can imagine, gets into some pretty precarious situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not for the faint of heart because I actually took the um, testimonials that I listened to and I have them in the book. So it's actual testimonials written fiction-wise, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is their stories. So it can trigger. It, it's pretty graphic in some spots. But my thing is if it's that hard to read imagine going through it right and these poor people need a voice so yeah that's basically it and it's the first of four books so we get into hollywood and we get into government and we get into all of that um in the next few books so we i say because i work with a medium on these books to help me uh her name is donna she lives in california so yeah with with a, a medium how does she help you with the the writing like is she able to channel these children or how how does that work in some cases she can channel them uh in other cases it's kind of a weird dynamic that we have i will be given a word for instance charlie baker was 
as crazy as it sounds, was shouted to me in my sleep one night. And this was early on in the book. And I and I thought, who's Charlie Baker? And that was the biggest question. Um, I kept asking, there was a Charlie Baker in my town that was a little bit, he probably did know my grandfather, but mm-hmm. it kind of had a dead end. So I didn't go down there. But she you know, I would be given words like that or, or names. For instance, one was Tommy Fitzgerald. And I woke up with that and I gave it to her. And about a half hour later, she sends me this article and it wasn't Thomas or Tom. It was definitely Tommy. And in the mm-hmm. article, like the second paragraph in it says Tommy Fitzgerald. Well, he apparently, I don't know who this Tommy Fitzgerald is, but apparently he designed the vehicles that the children are transported in. So this is how she and I would work, you see. Like I would be given something and then she would get what she calls the download and then I would write about it. (laughs) It Oh, wow. That's pretty serious. Like even to the the actual name of the person Mm -hmm. who designed the vehicles because those have to be very, well, intricate and very, well, I want to say like well isolated like soundproof vehicles because yes. i mean you know i'm i'm a, a father of of two uh two young kids myself daughter of mm-hmm. eight and a little boy of five years old and mm-hmm. i can't imagine like as as a parent having to um you know lose your child and just not know what what happens or you know even for my my kids to be in a place like that to be in a van oh like that really terrible i yeah, and um, like this, it's a very dark and serious uh, topic, kind of going into the, the more dark occult stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I did put a, a you know discretion viewer discretion is advised uh, warning into the uh, in the description box below because I I can imagine that not everyone likes this um i think my wife's at work because she's very uh she's very much very much an empath and a mother to you know lost my uh lost my children as as her own so yes um i i love her dearly but this is not something that's uh that she needs to uh to hear to see yeah um but i have also heard and i don't know what your experiences or what your uh your knowledge on this is but that there are the satanic rings uh, that purposefully um, impregnate women to yeah. have the the children be well used for those malicious, devilish purposes. Yes, it's very true. And there's witnesses to it that I heard from, and I've actually been in touch with one of them, which was wonderful. Um, they perform these quite often, and they do impregnate very young children as donor mothers, they call them. Um, and they are just giving birth to babies for the sacrifices. And that's it. Um, and it's, it's a really, for me, I'm, I'm very much like your wife. People, people are like, you wrote this? How did you write this? But I felt like I was just the channeler. And there are parts yeah. of the book where I reread and go, whoa, I don't even remember writing that, um, even to this day. Mm. But uh, again, it was... There's a driving force inside of me to protect these children and to, to, to give them that voice, right? Because they can't scream for help and they can't get help anywhere they go. There also is another aspect to all of this and it's, it's, um, organs. Um, yeah. They, you know, they, they, they use them for organ donations as well. 
um, in a lot of cases. And they actually, I was given a word one night marriage and I was like, please tell me they don't marry these children. And I gave it to Donna. And so she got her download. Now this is again, just coming from her. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. have physical evidence of a lot of my stuff in my book. I do, but not this. Um, she said they actually marry dead children. They'll on paper so that they can use them for voting. They can use them to collect money. They can use them to, it keeps, you know, so there are, there are people that are dead, these, these children, and they've mm-hmm. made them adults or, you know, um, married couples. Well, maybe that's where the, uh, was it like 86 somewhat votes came mm-hmm. from, from the, uh, the last, yes. um, last presidential election. Yes. Um, it's something that's still, uh, a hot, hot topic, but oh man, that's and Donna had that download long before that, um, the uh, election. And she sent me a text and she goes, Oh my God. I'm like, I know Red <laughs> people voting. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, of course you hear cases and, you know, sometimes you, you read in the paper that, um, you know, daughter dearly didn't tell the authorities that her mother died just to, you know, keep collecting her, yes, um, her pension for, you know, over a few years. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's quite, quite serious. That's, you know, something that I, I seriously question, like what's, what's going on through those people's minds. Like, are you seriously that desperate that, right. you know, you just use your loved one that's passed uh, on. <laughs> yeah. But to, to use children mm. in, in that way for, and like willfully yes do it like with full intention. That's oh, a whole cool. other, well, a whole other beast quite yeah. literally. Totally. It is. And, and I've come to realize that there was so much more evil in our world than I ever knew existed. And a lot of who is running these programs, if you will, or these, the world, the government, the, the Hollywood, it's, it's all run by these satanic uh people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the one survivor that I was in touch with, um, her story, her name is Annika Lucas, and she's on Facebook, she's quite open about her journey. And she, they told her she was going to be a big French star, they even had all the magazines ready to go, they had voice coaches for her. Um, This is what they do. And so a lot of the Hollywood that we look up to, or feel very connected to are not what we think they are. Um, and it's, it's sad, really. It's, it's sad that they, and they use them for governmental, they use them for environmental, they use them for, they're, they're groomed from a very young age and for Hollywood to entertain us, to distract us away from this. Uh, it's a trillion dollar industry. There's a new movie coming out called The Sound of Freedom. I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but the name the name does does ring a bell. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? Um, what's his name? Jim. Cash? There's a Tim. Tim. He was a. I forget what his last name is, but he he was he quit his government job to go and rescue children in this trafficking business, and so oh. it's all about that. Um, I listened to him three years ago. I've been waiting for this thing to come out for a long time. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, the research, I, I was probably at the computer for four to six months just researching. And every time, it was like this web, every time I would find something, mm-hmm. there'd be something within that, that then I'd have to go down another hole and another hole. And all the same players were always connected. Um, so the people in my book are actual people, but I just have renamed them and 
describe yeah. it slightly differently. But if you know, you'll know. <laughs> but yeah. I just, for me, it's like, you've been doing this for so long. I really want to expose you because you need to be exposed. You need to be brought to justice. These poor children, the hunting grounds. I don't know whether you know that. I have I have heard about that. Um, I believe even here in this, you know, in my small country of the Netherlands that, um, I mean, we all know that uh, the Dutch royal family is probably one of the worst there is Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to the the darker stuff, the darker occult and all of that. Um, The Castle of Dice, I believe, um, somewhere more in the, uh, the eastern region. Uh, like or the no west, like the the well, midwest of the the Netherlands. First, first we have a, a midwest um, that there truly are hunting grounds there for children, and that it's it's for sport. Yeah, like that's. I mean, they have fox hunting in the UK, which a lot of people are you know against. Which mm. you know, I I totally agree. You know, a couple of dogs and just a whole bunch of mm-hmm. people with way too much money on horses chasing one single fox. Well, imagine if it's a, it's a child. It's... Yeah, it's horrific. It's horrific. And there are, they wear wristbands, apparently. Uh, the children are given wristbands. So if a certain, if they are part of the satanic, satanic family, they get a certain color, they're, they're off limits. They cannot be killed. So they are there to witness what gets done as a programming, but also they then have to help these bodies sometimes um Mm. then they also have nurses that are rushed in and they collect the organs before the children are actually gone um and they get trophies and the trophies are just as equally as disgusting they are their genitals uh, up on a plaque as if you would put like a a, you know a a deer then they Uh. also make clothing or have patches from the skin of these poor kids. That's some Edward Gein type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Shoes, red shoes. Have you heard of the Red Shoe Club? I have. Mm-hmm. I have. And the, um, was it the, the red red rings? Like the... Yes. Yeah. And the Black Eye, Left Black Eye Club. Like there's, you know, and, the, and all of, I mean, once you know the symbols, you really see them everywhere in movies, everywhere, like the one eye thing or, or you know, like the... Yeah. Everywhere. That's, it, it's um, <laughs> symbols are symbol symbolism symbology it's a it's a low-key passion of mine i uh, i really like diving into that mm-hmm. um but from my knowledge it those are not necessarily um like satanic hand signs or symbols but indicate that you have some kind of hidden knowledge that you know things that that's right general public doesn't know and isn't supposed to. correct correct and and it shows that you're they are in that I hate the term club, if you will, but they're in that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you would call yeah. it. Yeah. You know? I mean, no, yeah, it's it's true. You know, the, the popular saying, it's a big club and you're not in it. Yes, uh, exactly. I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> I mean, no, you know. no, thanks. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But, um, like, I, I do definitely agree that these people have to be, uh, be brought to justice but mm-hmm. with them being so powerful you know like i mentioned the the dutch royal, royal family yes for example will that ever be a reality because they have all the money they have all the power yeah. they just you know and if they can't buy someone or just or can't blackmail someone they'll just make them disappear exactly. ju- ju- judge who Never yeah heard of them. right <laughs> 
Exactly. Uh, because they do. They have they have judges. They have police officers. Actually, often these children are raped by the police officer before they get to their destination because they have the police officers that are taking them. Um, so you're right. It, it, it does seem utterly hopeless. However, there are a lot more of us than them. And I do have hope that by bringing knowledge or awareness to this problem for the general population, that it mm-hmm. will really help to expose them and and make people watch them closer you know i mean the underground tunnels they've had for years we all know about those i'm i'm sure there maybe is people that don't know but they stretch all the way from the u.s to the vatican yeah old old railroads tunnels old mine mine shafts and like a lot of a lot of those tunnels um you know abandoned like they I don't really believe that, you know, all those tunnels have been dug for that specific purpose. I mean, no, I'm sure, I'm sure there are yeah. some, you know, maybe some like site connections. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, you have abandoned mine shafts and okay, abandoned absolutely. railroad tunnels, uh, entire yeah. cave systems, even that just run so far and so deep that, you know, if you want to hide something in there or if you want to, want to traffic something or someone through there you can do so without anyone knowing like you're so far underground or just so far in some sort of cave system that like who in their right mind is going to look for something there exactly and you know and it's it's unfortunate because it's just like you know a knife was created as a utensil to help us eat but you know, the wrong hands, it becomes a weapon. And it's it's the same idea with the tunnels, right? I mean, they weren't necessarily, you're right, yeah. for that purpose. However, um, and, and unfortunately, there are some children who are under there that never get to see the day of light. And they're told they will if they comply with what they have to do. Um, so, and there's experiments going on down there too, that now they're kind of hanging out into the regular population. Um you know, Frankenstein is actually not just a myth. There is there is a lot of that kind of stuff going on down there. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, I, I personally haven't seen it myself, but from the survivors, you know, and and these are survivors from the 20s, the 40s, the 60s, the 80s, and they're from all over the world. And they all had very similar stories, which is I set out to debunk this. Honestly, when I first started to hear about it, I'm like, come on, this is just this is please. And the more I tried to debunk it. <laughs> <laughs> the deeper I ran and went, oh my god! Um, yeah, you know, right. so it, it it is very disturbing, and it and it is very a very very sensitive subject. Um, yeah, and I actually like- have just put uh, in my book from the publisher. I I put an important notice and thanking people for being brave enough to read the story and yeah. your warning, you know, because it would it would really upset me if if my book triggered a survivor, because that's the opposite of what I want to do. I want them to know that someone heard them. Um, So I needed to put that in there. So I'm hoping it's there now. Yeah, I I can, I can totally understand that. And I can, I can totally understand why some people refuse to believe it. Like that's something it's just, it's so, so big. Like, Oh, you're saying that the whole top level of mm-hmm. society and the elites and the presidents and politicians, kings, mm-hmm. queens, whatever, are in it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're you're out just... for our good. They're out for our good. What do you mean they're yeah, good? You're just some weird conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Like, you know, go put on that tinfoil hat, you yeah. weirdo. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I totally 
I totally get that. You know, I I, I was that um, well that that diehard like activist at SJW and like oh you know they're they're real and they're all in on it and this and that yeah and, yeah yeah. Like everybody was asleep. I fully believed it. And I was like seriously trying to, you know, wake up the world as you mm -hmm. are when you just discover those things. And people were just looking at me like, mm -hmm. you know that look. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Let's change the subject, shall we? Because <laughs> this is no. <laughs> exactly uh, and you know i hated that i was like but this is true like i have so many sources i have heard it from there from there from there and they all say the same thing why don't you believe me yes exactly yeah it's, sorry someone just came to my door <laughs> <laughs> so she probably uh, let the dog say hang on just a second yeah sure sure Oh dear, I love pets. Yeah, this is this is probably a good time to like Sorry. put out a fair warning. Uh, Sorry about that. Oh, it's it's okay. Got got love pets, uh, especially dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, no. but um, about the the law enforcement part mm. of it all, actually, one of my uh, one of my good friends and uh, and tribal elders, um, he has firsthand experience. <gasps> With really? this, like, well, maybe not. Well, yeah, he does actually. He um, he has it all written on his um, his Substack because he he felt that for his own safety and his own protection, he needed to get the story out there. Yes, um, which you can find on uh, on our website. We have a um, uh, a header that leads to all the blogs that uh, that some of our tribal members have. But um, it was, I believe, one of his neighbors that one day came up to him just in full full panic modes, you know, PTSD, anxiety, panic modes, wow. and were just like, "They killed my boy. They killed my baby." Oh my god! And um, like I don't, I don't want to disclose too much no. because you know it's it's his story to tell. Yes, of course. But uh, local law <laughs> enforcement was involved in it and actually downplayed the whole story. And we're like, hey, I don't know why you're accusing him, but you know he's the sheriff. Like he's a well-respected member of you know of the community and all. Like, come on, <laughs> you'd yes. never do that. Shut up. Right, and you know they would uh, they would harass him, and they would keep like when he's just you know, like driving to do groceries or pick up his kit or whatever. They you know they keep him standing and be like, you know, we got some things on you, and like, yeah. oh, I see, I see a notebook there. Give me, like, I want to know what's what's in there. Yeah. Um. So he unfortunately has firsthand experience with that, and he. Um, he is afraid. He is yeah. afraid that's that something might happen, and it's you know it's very much very much a cliche. But it's he true. did he did end this blog with you know if you don't hear anything from me, mm. and if I end up you know on <laughs> on that page of the uh, of the local newspaper, the obituaries and all, just know it was local law enforcement. Yeah, and I wasn't suicidal. That's they often hang them from a doorknob um so yeah i i have it's, and they were all uh you know talking like chris chris cornell for example uh mm -hmm. chester bennington from lincoln park rest, yes may he, re may he rest in peace like he was yeah. such a great artist such a great artist but from a doorknob like how yeah that's, he was that's exposing all. it he was exposing it 
He was and from. All, yeah, and all with a, a red scarf. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. That's some major symbolism right there. I don't know exactly what it means, but. I have all of that in my book in the back, all the handkerchief colors and what they mean and all of the, um, you know, hot dog, cheese, pizza. Yeah, things. yeah. Um, all of that is in the book uh, I found in my research. And luckily I was able to find it all before all this censorship happened. Um, Cause it was just before, you know, the whole COVID crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, story. which ramped up the censorship even more. Exactly. Um, so I, I was it, fortunate because I yeah. had it all before, but that's amazing that you have firsthand somebody that knows um, because that's exactly what they infiltrate. They infiltrate the tops and they put on these masks of these wonderful people. That's why they hide under children's foundations a lot of the times too, because how could this person who gives all this money to these children be that evil, that awful, like you're crazy, you know, but that's how they, that's how they get through it. That's how they get. Yeah. Philanthropy is a, uh, is a, a real very, a very good cover. Yeah. It sure is. It's, you know, it's the last thing that people will expect. You know, if you indeed mm-hmm. give several millions or billions or whatever to yeah. one cause or spread it out over the causes that, you know, help the survivors and, you know, help put out that information. Nobody's going to think that you're a part of it. Yes, exactly. No one, no one will, no one will believe anybody except the people that get the ins and the outs and the, like I even have paperwork from companies from the adrenochrome. They list the children when they died and how much blood they got and what type it was. And they really love AB negative and AB positive blood. They believe it comes from aliens and can give them special powers. So any child that has AB negative blood, that is the biggest sought after. Um, yeah. You know, and but they try that, to do it. That sounds really, really kooky. Though. Right. Like, it, it comes from aliens, therefore must give us or must have the ability to give us special powers. Yeah. But we are the weirdos and conspiracy theorists right? for believing this happens. I know. I know. It's, it's such a bad I mean, world <laughs> yeah yeah it is um so adrenochrome is not just a conspiracy thought up by like you and q and and from no. with you know i very much doubt the legitimate legitimacy of it i mean some truths here and there but i think a lot of uh, the whole q stuff Same. a major distraction me too i i think it was put out for that purpose, um, to distract from all of this and to, to discredit, right? To discredit all of this information that is actually real. Um, you know, the survivors that I listened to and that I, that I found and, and the things they saw and the things that they had to witness um, was horrific and real very real and it was it wasn't until i heard all these 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 people from different eras and from different parts of the world saying the exact same thing that i was like okay this doesn't make any sense you know and um i mean until you witness it yourself you really don't know but there are enough i've never gone on the dark web nor do i ever want to go on the dark web but i've heard Mm -hmm. from a lot of people that you can find a lot of this stuff in video form on the web the dark web and watch it watch their their rituals watch what they do because they always videotape it so that if somebody in the ritual wants to come forward they finally get a conscience then they'll put it out and say nope you were there and yeah 
you know make sure they have uh, they have something on them yeah exactly exactly so i mean smart in a way i guess if you're going to do these nefarious things <laughs> yeah, very very deviously deviously <laughs> smart um and they will get they will get dirt on people or their families and they will expose them um if they start to come out or they'll kill them if they don't have <laughs> yeah so, that, that was the the thing with those uh the artists like uh chris carnell yes um, avici yeah they were going into the whole child trafficking thing sure and finding things that they they perhaps didn't like i i watch a um like a mini documentary mini series uh on the whole story of avici yes uh i don't know who the creator was again um but he he makes a lot of good mini series and at first they tried to uh i believe like kind of just to date him like with medication and yes keep him in the hospital and you know tell him that oh no you're not ready yet no take it easy it's you know all the the touring and the the, the lifestyle and all it's taking such a toll on you no 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 talk let's, let's keep him a little longer yes just to make sure that he's okay and that we can like cover up and bury everything that he found exactly um but you no, know, that didn't work. So they suicide him, if yes. you will. Yeah. Um, Same with Isaac Cappy. Kappa? Cappy? Cappy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, um, he, his last video was quite something. I watched all of his videos and he said, if I'm found suicidal or suicided, I'm not suicidal. Um, by far, I am not. But they had some stuff on him. He did some things he wasn't proud of, but he had to, to part of that clan you know and um yeah. i think over time you just that's why some of these these artists have gotten a little crazy over time because the, the brainwashing and the mind control starts to kind of break over time and then all of a sudden boom um you know they, yeah. uh, they're just like oh my god i can't do this you know this is a good comment from uh from josh uh child of ash um he's actually the one he's the uh the tribal elder i uh, oh. spoke about with the first hand knowledge and this is this is a good point it's more children yeah. go missing every year in america and that's just america let alone yes. the rest of the world yeah then there are people killed with guns mm -hmm. but no let's let's take away the guns yeah because that's that's the real issue oh yeah it and is making things illegal help yeah of course of course it yeah does. and nobody and is nobody about... does nobody does drugs anymore because it's no, no, illegal. No, no no nobody kills each other because that's <laughs> it's illegal it's illegal and and you know nobody can still get guns because they're illegal <laughs> no no you know you, you saw that uh in the states with the um oh god what was it the 1930s when they basically um when booze and alcohol and everything was illegal like that there wasn't totally a a whole moonshine. underground business popping up and moonshine <laughs> and you know all those those gangsters running booze <laughs> which actually was the very first start of nascar because they had to they basically had to hot rod their cars to be able to outrun the cops yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> so i guess at least something good came Something it. came up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And the children going missing, he's a hundred percent right. I mean, the amount of children that go missing. And and I say to people that don't believe in this, this is this is my point, is how can that many children go missing 
if somebody in the top isn't involved? How do these little guys have so many people, so many children go missing and not get caught? And nobody notices it right. either. Nobody notices. Like, and it's not reported. I mean, the odd one, right, is thrown under the bus. Oh, so-and-so got child got charged with child trafficking and da-da-da. But yeah, but those those are all those are all the little guys, you know, yes. the people that, that can be missed. <laughs> Yes, they're the they're the ones that they will throw under the bus and and you know make it look good like they're doing something when they're really not. You well, know? it's basically another another sacrifice, yes. if you will. That's we'll, right. You know, good point. We'll get we'll give them this one yep. so that you know their focus is on there and they think they solved the problem and like you know, good job, guys, good job. We yes. finally we caught one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you, good. You, you caught one of the pawns, but eh. yeah, yeah. It's it, it's. It, you know, it is that old adage that you can't handle the truth and a lot of people can't. And I totally get that. Children and animals are very, very, which they also sacrifice, by the way, animals in front of the children. Mm. Um, you know, they're such innocent creatures that can't help themselves, which was the reason I wrote about them. Because I just, it breaks my heart to think that these kids in Halloween, oh, Halloween does not mean Halloween to me anymore. Now knowing what happens on Halloween. It's, it's their night. It's their big night, and yeah, it's it's those those major holidays, the the solstices, the yes. uh, um, the eclipses, and all when yes. there is just so much so much energy being yes. uh, being released. Um, you know, being being pagan myself and my wife being a uh, a old timey witch, we we will do. Uh, like rituals with the new moon or the full oh, moon or on the, the solstices. Um, but we, you know, of course we do them for, for good. We do good. them for yes. our, for our own, our own well-being, our own benefit exactly. and that of our, our families, our love. And the ones. earth, the earth, the benefit of the earth. Re- yeah. Re- I mean, right? we're, we're all part of it. So, yeah. you know, if yeah. we can help, help ourselves help our families help our loved ones become better or become the the best version of themselves that they can be then that's right we're helping the entire planet we're all one organism or at least you know all connected with each other i totally agree and that's why it does affect your wife so much because she can feel the souls of those children yeah she and can. I can too. i i was in this um reflexology appointment one night one day you might find this interesting i my brother passed away in 2012 and um, he had a, at 48, he had a, I guess, a type of stroke. And mm. so sometimes I'll see him or sometimes he'll be around. And I went into this meditative state and he came and we were in this wooded area and he kind of stepped aside and all behind him were all these children, thousands and thousands of children. And it gave me goosebumps to think that, oh my gosh, he's on that side helping them. And I'm on this side trying to help them. It's a, it made his death worth you know, something for me. And, and whether that's you know just a vision that I have that I want to believe in or whether it's real, it, it doesn't matter to me. The fact is, is that I saw it and, and I just think it's wonderful that he's able to do that if it, that's the case that's happening, right? Yeah, but I mean, I... Um... It's funny, I, I've spoken about the whole uh, believing and being real stuff with uh, with someone else on the, the podcast recently. And he made a good point. Like, if you believe it's to be real, if you believe that whatever you do is working, then it works. Yeah. Then it is real. That's right. Because it is for you. That's and true. So, you know, if, if, it's, if it's true for you, if it was real for you, then it was real. 
like it doesn't have to be real or true for right. for exactly. anyone else right you know and they yeah they didn't see what you saw they didn't experience what you experienced it's your journey. you know it's it's yeah it's your journey it's your truth yeah. it's your experience and just because it's yours and yours alone does not make it less true yeah that's true yeah that's a very good point thank you for that <laughs> Yeah, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I, I I often say that in the uh, well year plus of um, of doing podcasting now, I have learned so much more than I have in all my years of school and high school and right. all of that. All of that nonsense. It gave me a good base, but of course, you know, it's it's this this stuff that I I talk on the podcast, whether it be you know darker topics like this, which should be discussed. It should be talked about, not mm -hmm. just like oh. I don't like that that's too dark it's too scary i'm not gonna do it because you know yeah. that's exactly what um what keeps strength with those people absolutely um but you know on the other hand i do understand that um people want to avoid it like i have i have certain traumas i have been through uh through certain certain things have experienced certain things that you know i i rather not talk about of course, because um, it's it's painful to talk about, yep. and I don't want to. Uh, I f I feel like that by talking about it, or you know, just speaking with somebody about it, it it makes it real. It gives yes. it power. Yes. But uh, then you know, my wife, she's really off the light side. Um, I am more proficient and more uh, more comfortable with the more darker topics. Although, right. Self gray, that's you know, white, gray, horn pagans. Um, but she's like, No, honey, by talking about it, mm -hmm. you are releasing that energy, you are taking the power back. Um, and it's that's a hard thing. So, you know, all, all the survivors that came, uh, came forwards, I, I applaud them because such a, a hard thing it's such a well, quite literally unbelievable thing to yeah. to have to go through and then to be able to well, first of all survive and yes. like not have the the trauma um overwhelm you to the point that you will still end it all yourself because it's yes. something that you simply can't live with and a lot of them uh, have i i bet like yeah uh, it's it just well, it shatters your soul does it's um completely and and you know some some mediums and and witches have believed too that they are reincarnated back into that world all the time so this isn't mm. the first lifetime that they've had and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this yeah. Is a, yeah this is a very good very good comments uh hollywood in america yeah, Hollywood too, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween in America is a dangerous holiday. People dressed in disguise, running around with kids collecting cans, an equation that ends in horror. I mean, it's very, very easy to, you know, snatch someone that way. And, sure. you know, since you are dressed up and masked or, mm -hmm. you know, face paint or whatever, like who, who's going to know it's you? That's right. Well, and not only with that, all those, we are participating in some of their rituals, doing it as well. Um, you know, in without, a lot of cases. without knowing, yeah. And COVID was that too. You know, masking, mm. lockdowns, all of that stuff. We, we, well, I personally didn't partake, but majority did. You know, in the whole, and they were. I believe they were sitting back, laughing at all of us, going, "Look at, look at how you know, <laughs> look at how I we mean, got they, doing our thing." You know? They were. 
they were because they were still having parties and house yeah. parties yeah. and all of that like i i know that mm-hmm. um i don't know really what happened here in netherlands but i know that in the uk for example the prime minister at the time he had a party yeah. in you know in the like the prime minister's residence yes he had a party with a bunch of people no at some some newspaper they yeah. had a party which was you know filmed and they actually said like oh you know this better not come out because we're not supposed to be doing this yeah and it's like <laughs> come on you know or you know or a great a great example from the from the u.s bonkers uh yeah. former president obama yeah you know like but it, but it was outside yeah with like a huge freaking tent and right. everything so you basically just brought the inside outdoors and like and, what's and what's the difference playground kids couldn't go to a playground you know yeah you can have all these people under a tent at your house okay that makes sense <laughs> just, yeah uh, oh but don't worry cool. they're all vaccinated right oh yeah like that makes and, it uh, no it, it makes it worse anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know I, i the the fact that people couldn't see that was evil in itself i don't get it like how how do you not see it i i especially now i i just don't i guess because it's easier maybe i don't know sometimes i wish i didn't see it <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I feel that I feel that like every time uh, something happens, you know, uh, like lately, for example, with the whole Titanic stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you know, look at what happened behind the scenes. J.P. Morgan like buying off the whole whole thing with uh, with Epstein. You know, speaking of trafficking and Hunter Biden's laptop, which shows a lot of trafficking and a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, right? Yeah. It's and that's just like that's pretty basic stage magic, you know. Yeah. They'll they'll have you look they'll have you look yeah. here so that they so that you don't see what's going on here. You yeah, know? exactly. It's it's so it's so basic, but everybody is so focused on this oh. this one thing. And this is not taking anything away from you know the tragedy that it was. You know, still lives yes. were lost, and you know of it's course. it's still it's still tragic. You know, people lost their love. Lost, <laughs> lost their loved ones. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from that, no. but you know, it's that's why, like every time when I see the whole the whole mainstream basically focused on the one thing, I'm always questioning. Okay, What's so happening? what are they not telling us? Yes. What are they not showing us? What is what is this supposed to be distracting? Exactly. And you know, It, luckily, I I run in enough like truther and occult circles and whatever that like I only have to go on Twitter or Odyssey, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> and just like there is bound to be someone who's like, oh, yes, this is what they're trying to distract us from. Okay. Okay. There it is. And now I now I know. It took me a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm the same. Like I have so many groups and so many things that I can go to that it's like okay. I didn't even hear about that Titanic thing until those groups were saying, oh, this is happening because they're distracting from this. So I learned it not, I don't watch the news, <laughs> I, I don't watch TV. No, I just, um, yeah, I, sometimes I'll watch a movie and it's, it's amazing. You can see so much in it now that you never could mm. before. But anyway, that's how I found out about it was through my groups too. And, and you know what, they, they, 
they've been right all along, these people and of what was coming and what was happening. And I saw Hunter Biden's laptop two years ago. I saw all of what was on there. Well, maybe not all of it, but a lot of it. And mm-hmm. it came with a warning even like you could be charged with t- child pornography if you watch this. And I'm like, Jesus, okay, I okay. could be charged for watching it, but he's still roaming around. Everything's fine. Like, oh my God, how is that even a thing? I- <laughs> so, so you're the... You're the bad one for watching it, but yeah. him actually having it on right. his laptop. Right. We don't we don't talk about that. That's fake news. And well, it was, it was because the it was Russian collusion. Remember, it's always. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's always those damn Russians. God, they're just everywhere, aren't they? Right. <laughs> just a, I, I guess a couple of weeks ago, I was watching something. It was a um, I think it was Benny Johnson or Dan Bongino, one of those two. Anyway, mm. they they said that oh, the laptop has been verified. And they verified it because this forensic guy uh, listened to a message from Joe Biden saying, son, I I really love you and I hope you can get help or something like that. And it was authentically Joe Biden's voice. Oh, so you couldn't have authenticated that (laughs) two years ago (laughs) before the election? Ah, I see. It took this long to get that one person to say that (laughs) this guy was Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh, but look, uh, these these people drowned or whatever happened to them in the Titanic little bubble thing. Like, right. Okay. So the, the whole story, Hunter Biden's laptop is down there somewhere, you know? Yeah. Probably, you know, gone with the Titanic. Yeah. And yeah. been there, done that. We heard all about that. That's old news, you know? Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And uh, we spoke earlier on uh, children being groomed for the particular purpose and uh, like furthering political agendas and yes. all of that. In my mind, pretty much went to uh, Greta Thunberg. Yes. Like I, I, I actually saw uh, just before before we went on that she met with Zelensky, another mm. one of those puppets, to... I believe discuss the um, impact the war had on the climate oh. or something. Oh, and I'm just like I, I, I was. I was reading that. I didn't even watch the you know the the clip no. that was attached to it. I read the caption. I was like, "You can't be real. Yeah, you can't be real." But in in European, is she another one of those who yes. is groomed and just hand has yep. all those those handlers and. Yes, 100%. She she is actually related to, oh, now I hope I get this right. It's a Rothschild, I believe. Yeah. Um, I heard that, like, a yeah. um, couple, like, family members down mm-hmm. down the line. Yeah, great-grandfather, great grandfather or something. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she was totally born for that purpose. And that's why she gets the airtime, if you will. Like, how many other activists have been out there that don't get any airtime, but Greta Grimberg all of a sudden gets all the airtime? Hmm, that's interesting. And, and she came up out of, out nowhere. of nowhere, really. Yeah. Like, it, all of a sudden, she was, yes. like, at some protest and it, the, yeah. i believe it, it started with oh you know this high school girl mm-hmm. of what well, was she back then like 14 years old or something yeah. yeah like is so touched and outraged by what's happening that she instead of going to school and you know getting her diplomas mm-hmm. finishing her degrees and you know living a normal life normal yeah. life yeah. i guess yeah. um 
you know, she went to the protest and spoke up and, you know, then next thing you know, she is, you know, speaking in front of the United Nations, like, how dare you? Yes, exactly. You know, get it, coming on TV and yeah. like, she, she's a high school girl. Mm-hmm. Like she is, she's younger than you know, than my siblings are. I have a, a brother of twenty twenty seven, and my uh, my sister is twenty three. Oh, and you know, my my brother well, had a uh, a golden future laying ahead of him. Um, he just couldn't find a way out of his own darkness, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, well, uh, and my sister, you know, she is she's a bright young girl. She still has a whole future ahead of her even though we're all struggling in our uh, our own way and but somehow this high school girl from sweden you know just because she went to to (laughs) one rally to one one protest Mm -hmm. she is like the spokesperson when it comes to climate change or global global warming global cooling whatever whatever we're calling it now (laughs) yeah like that that seems to change like every every so years um i was born in the 60s and it's been acid rain it's been there's we're going to have a deep freeze we're not going to be here by 2020 or 2000 or something i mean the time magazine headings were each decade something different you know yeah and uh al gore with like the yes the the rising of the sea levels with right. like several feet and whatever and then he buys like ocean side yeah. property <laughs> and, and and they insure it they insure it like what what yeah. company in their yeah. right mind would insure waterfront property if it's going to be underwater <laughs> in five in years or whatever two three four five years it's yeah. like no insurance company is going to no. touch that because you know that's losing big money mm-hmm. guaranteed. Yeah, they're asking just for pay. They might as well hand the money out if that's the case, right? Yeah. Why are they insuring it if this is happening? It's, you know, the critical thinking. I don't know what happened to it, but people don't think. I mean, these chemtrails, too, in the sky all over the place. Do you have them there in the Netherlands? Yeah, plenty, unfortunately. Yeah, Um, that's when I wish I had a missile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, like, that's that's another another thing. Like, the, the... the pilots who, yeah. um, you know, who fly those those planes and whatever. I'm I'm always wondering, do they know? I know what they're doing. I wonder that too. Or like, have they been told one thing? You know, are they are they being told the same lie that that mm. we are, and just you know, getting paid a little better to, to do know, it to actually do it? Or because I I know that um, like, unfortunately some people who partake in these these things that they um, like I don't want to say that they're oblivious to it, but they're not fully yes. fully conscious of what they're. Uh, what they're doing they just believe that yeah or brainwashed ignorance yeah you know but they or that they not necessarily believe that whatever they're doing is good but that it's not not bad right it's just there's sometimes there's just such a 
a disconnect. You know, the people partaking in this that I'm looking at them like, you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what they're doing. They, they told me what I'm doing. And they yeah. told me that, you know, it's nothing bad and nothing bad ever it's happens to, to those people and those children mm -hmm. and whatever. It's like, really? You, you, you honestly believe it? Yeah. I mean, I don't have any reason not to believe it. Yeah. I didn't see it on the sleep, news. Sleep tight. I didn't I didn't see it on the news. The news isn't reporting that. <laughs> no, no, they're not. That's the problem. <laughs> no. But then, you know, those independent journalists or, you know, writers yeah. like yourself who are trying to give the, those children a voice, whether it be through semi-fiction yes. or, you know, making content about it on, of course, the alternative platforms. Because right. no way you're going to be able to get that up on YouTube or even no. if you get it up, it's taken down or all accounts taken down within minutes. Unless you're um, part of them and controlled and then you have, I don't know, millions of of watchers and you can say whatever you want <laughs> yeah yeah you know so, sometimes right. it would be it would be easier to sell out i mean just the money and uh, being comfortable and all sometimes it's I, I can i can see why it's tempting me too but i need to sleep at night and uh at the yeah. end of the day that's more important to me yeah yeah i i do like my my mental health yeah uh, shaky as it may be Yes, same. <laughs> <laughs> but to to willingly sell out, just um, you know, sell your soul, but by which I I don't believe that you're selling your like your actual soul. Like I yeah. I I don't think I don't believe that that's possible. But just you know, doing whatever you need to do, even if it goes against everything you stand for, to you know get money, fame, power, or just yeah. you know, keep it. And I get it. You know, uh, if you're you know like you said for those the children, if they have the magazine covers ready and, yes oh yeah you know coaches and whatever and like you're basically you're all set for a totally. huge huge career with you know money and fame guaranteed and laid out for you all yep. you have to do is you know sign your name on the contract i get it yeah like i get why some people are like i mean this is what i always wanted That's this right. is what i have been working towards my entire life it made yeah. it like it's Maybe it's now or never, you know. Yes. Like that's uh, one of the one of my favorite songs ever is uh, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Yes. And like his very first line hits hits home when it comes to that. Like if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything and do everything you ever wanted to, one moment, capture it, or would you let it slip? Right. And I do believe that for so many people, you know, who, who want to be an artist, who want yeah. to be a big content creator or whatever, and they have been grinding for years and trying and seeing what sticks and they finally get that opportunity. Yeah. They just have to do certain things that mm -hmm. they may not agree with, but we will give you what you have been working towards for all these years. I do understand why they would sign their name on the dotted line. Me too. And, and, and again, they probably also wouldn't think it would be as bad as what it is, right? Like they don't, they're not going to paint the ugly picture and make you. No, no, line. of course, of course not. That'll, that'll comes when that'll you're come later when you've yeah, already when, you, when you're in too deep. Yeah.
Exactly. And that's all part of the mind control and all part of, you know, what they do. And you're right. Like they do, they show them these, you know, they groom them from early on and show them these pictures and they have them all ready to go. And, you know, and some like Annika, she was like, no, no, I'm, you know, it looked great at the time, but she knew what she would have to do because she was already doing it. And, um, Somebody by the name of Patrick rescued her. Uh, I haven't got through her whole story yet of the book that she wrote, but um, mm. he ended up being an abuser too. But um, right. she was, yeah, I'll rescue you. <laughs> yeah, from the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, so her story is amazing, as is most of them. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it, you know, especially when you're a kid, right? Because you see all these pop stars and you see all these famous people and, or government even like people want to change the world. They want to make it better. And they go in for the the right reasons, but end up doing the wrong thing just to get. Yeah. I mean, I understand why, you know, little girls look up to artists like Katy Perry or Pink or, you know, if you're of a, uh, a, slightly older generation stars like madonna for example mm-hmm. even though like whatever happened to her seriously um i can tell you <laughs> uh oh nothing good um but i i get it you know you see their their performance and you see them just living this this grand life and everybody loves them and adores them and i understand as as a child or as someone you know, who hasn't had the easiest life. You look up to them and you're like, I want that too. Yes, of course. I want that. I want that, that adulation. I want all the the attention and the money that I, I never had. Yeah. I mean, my daughter, she's a sweetheart and a a firecracker. (laughs) Uh, She's a little redhead. So she she goes both ways, but (laughs) Uh, eight eight years old, and she already knows what she wants to be when she grows up. She wants to be fake. Oh, okay. And um, you know, as as a father, of course, I'm like, maybe if you want to be famous, then you know, go for it. Yes. Whatever I can do to help you, I will make it happen. But you know, on the other hand, I I know what happens in yeah in those industries and all. So I'm kind of yeah. Well, like it's 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 a double. It's a double-edged sword. It is. But maybe she's going to be the generation that changes all of it. Maybe she'll be part of a new generation that makes it a beautiful thing again, as opposed to, you know, run by psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, she she can. If, yeah. You know, with, with my help. and Yeah, um, I agree. And her mom's def- help. Yeah, my, my wife's help wife's, for sure. Uh, well, bo- both yeah. of them. Uh, my, my wife a little more because she's she's actually on my side. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I hear that. My ex isn't on my side either. <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm sure that uh, other dearly that she can make it all happen without you know, all those those troubles. Um, she's she's not going to be a uh, a character in a, a book like yours. I, no. uh, Good. I'm I'm not letting that happen, and Good. I think have I think having that knowledge mm-hmm. um, it helps. It does because you're on the lookout, and you can teach her to be on the lookout as well. And because it happens so fast, you know, and and um, it is it is powerful to be knowledgeable about it and know that there's somebody always looking. 
You know, there's, they have scouts all over the place looking for kids all the time. Um, they breed, yes, within the organization, but they also need external because, you know, you can only breed within so much, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, they do need external as well, and uh, they'll take whatever they can get. So, yes, be very mindful and be very cautious. And I mean, to the like, point of, you have to let her live, but also... Yeah, no, of course. But, yeah. I mean, as as a father who is, like, of course, very protective over their child, and yeah. as a um, well, someone who is able to see the, the signs and symbols... Yes. Uh, I think I would be in a very preferable position to help her accomplish accomplish her dreams, accomplish her, you know, getting famous, being famous, although, you know, she's eight years old, who knows whatever she, yeah, what exactly. she wants to she wants to do in a few years. Um very true. But dream big always, right? I mean Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean she is um, actually next next week, I want to say next week or the week after she has her first uh, theater performance, she'll uh, oh. she'll go. Yeah, yeah, she's in uh, in theater school and she's she's absolutely loving it. I and love that. Finally, her first uh, first show is coming up about the three little piggies. Oh, I love it! Um, amazing. The promo, the promo picture is absolutely adorable. Uh, you know, her and two other girls with their like their noses pressed against the window, so that they kind of have like that pig's the nose. nose. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely adorable, and I'm I'm so I'm so happy for That's her. That's so amazing. Um, and then my son is he's a mini me. You know, yeah. over overexcited, hyperactive, just you know, <laughs> runs around, does whatever, but you know. Loves his sister like no other. That's amazing. That's so, so you're so lucky to have one of each. I just have a daughter. She's 26 and uh, off on her own now. But um, she was a lot of fun at those ages for sure. So enjoy every moment. I I sure am. Um, well, I am able to now. It's been uh, it's been a struggle with their uh, their mother, um, mm. but it's it's going it's going in the right direction. Um, oh, good. Good. That's good. You know, I I have a, a lot of support from uh, from my family, from my wife, and um, their their mother seems to be well, at least pretending like she wants wants what's best, or just you know, kind of seeing that oh, he is he's not gonna give up. Like right. doesn't matter what I try, he's not gonna give up. Guess I'll good. just play the game. Good. Well, good for you because there's a lot of dads out there that would give up. Or wouldn't bother. Mm. So good for you. Yeah. Part of your children's lives. That's that's so important. Yeah. And and what I would consider well, a very good influence, I believe. In their I life. I try. I try. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm 31 years old. I have a, a lot to uh, to still learn myself. But yeah. um, and also like I I know that uh, like kids need protection, especially f- from a like a strong father figure. Because I kind of taking a dark turn here, but it, it's it's also what came to mind. I have read things about uh, like firsthand accounts of uh, pedophiles that say that if they see a a strong father figure with yeah. those children, that they won't do anything because they know it's That's not right. going to work. It's not going to happen. Yeah, because they have that protection. Yes, a hundred percent. They go after people that are not paying attention, or you know, they can sense they can sense the strength in the parent for sure. And yeah, you're bang on. That is very important. And yes, exactly. <laughs> they, and maybe, uh, and maybe, yeah, and maybe that's that's one of the 
the issues too nowadays yeah. like demasculating the, men yeah that too and the the, the breaking up of the of the family yeah 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 i mean if there's one parent how much easier is it right i mean to me Everything at the tipping point at the top of this whole thing is the child trafficking. Everything, every narrative, every path they take us down, it's at the very top is this organization, this child trafficking organization, breaking down the family unit, um, you know, making kids distracted by their phones and their parents by the phones and all of it, like everything and, and demasculating men because, you know, that strong man will fight for their family. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever I have to do for, for my children, if, you know, if it means that I'm protecting them, if it means I'm protecting my family, it's worth it. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, the pedophilia is so prevalent now. I mean, it's, and, and, and it's becoming that it's, uh, what are they calling it? Um, minor, minor attracted, minor attracted persons. So that Um, it sounds the hell yeah let's glorify that shall we (laughs) normalize it that's that's also what they're trying to normalize it because they know people will hang them by their testicles if they find out what they've been doing to these poor kids so let's normalize it so that when it comes out it's like well no they were just you know the poor people they they were just attracted to these little kids you know they can't they can't help it love is love it's just unfortunately right Mm -hmm. Nope. No, nope. That's no, no, no. great. Doesn't fly with me. Doesn't fly with me either. I don't care how you try and sugarcoat it or fluff up the name. Children should not be sexualized ever at any point ever no. in, ever. And lowering Children. this age, I don't know whether you heard about us in Canada, but um, you know, our lovely crime minister, as I like to call him, he wants to lower <laughs> the age that, that anal sex is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the, I think it's maybe twelve now. It's gotten moved to twelve. How disgusting! Oh that's yeah, no, no, that's uh, yeah. And teaching kids. Oh my! In, in, like preschool, kindergarten oh. about all of those things. It's like I mean, sure. When I was four, maybe five years old, and you know, when I saw you know boobs and whatever, yeah, I I giggled about it because boobies, oh, yeah, you know. But I wasn't thinking anything of it. It was no. just, oh, I'm a little kid. I see yeah. things that you know, I'm not supposed to. That's so, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it was about, right? It was just the little, yeah. little like, oh, I saw boobies. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, did I like uh, actively thought no. about it or, you know, no. involve myself with it? No. no. Like that, that came. <clears throat> like maybe high school when I was like 12, 13 mm-hmm. years old and hormones started yes. raging, of course, and just shooting out of every pore in my body. Of course. You know, that that was when, when I was thinking about it, when I was, you know, because that's it's what you do as a teenager. You go through, you, know, you go through puberty. That's mm-hmm. when everything starts to exactly. develop and whatever. But that's still quite young, like at yeah. 12, 13 years old. Really? I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what it was about. No, of course not. Me neither. You know, I I Always read about cute, it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I if I saw a cute girl, I was like, mm, okay, I I want to do stuff with you, but mm-hmm. you know, when push comes to shove, and I you know, like I I know that for example, with my uh, my girlfriend at the time, I I had a girlfriend at twelve years old. I was quite early 
Um, like we were alone together and her mom was, I don't know, like somewhere else, like the opportunity was there, but I, uh, she, um, and she didn't stop me. So to say like, you know, yeah. the, the whole teasing and whatever. And she'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. And this time she didn't. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> why, what, what? <laughs> no, I was like 13 years old and, you know, teasing and all excited and all. But then, you know, when the opportunity was there, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's scary, right? It's like a scary thing. At that yeah. Age. So, so imagine be, showing the to, kids four years old these things. Yeah. Or like at six years old, you can decide in full consciousness, whatever gender you are you still believe in santa claus at that time i might add yeah so... santa claus easter bunny you know all, all of that fairy. all that stuff yeah <laughs> it's okay i can i can decide and it scares me because i was very much a tomboy i still kind of am i mean i love to ride dirt bikes i, I you know i'm i've got a sled you know all these things and i wore overalls i grew up on a farm and nowadays people would automatically assume that i wanted to be a boy i never wanted to be a boy i just didn't want to be a frilly girl i i enjoyed those things but it didn't mean that i wanted to be a boy it would no. be construed that way now right and it's it's kind of scary it they, they put you on hormones right away oh my lord like and there are stories i hear people coming back you know, they, they've transitioned and they wish they hadn't because they really didn't want to, but they were, you know, peer pressure is real, right? Mm. From your parents, from, from kids, from whatever. If you all of a sudden think that maybe I would like to be a boy, then people steer you that way. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I didn't really actually want to be. <laughs> I was just wondering what it, what it would be like. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've, we've all had those thoughts. Like what would it be like if I were, the opposite gender like of what course. would i do even if i just you know like or among your friends where you're a few years yeah. years in you know yeah. like hey bro what would you do if you were a girl for one day and yeah play? right you know it's just of course it makes you it makes you wonder because you don't know what it's like right so it's like the it's, it's, it's foreign it's the, land, right? yeah it's the unknown part of it it's yeah. the yeah foreign land as you said so of course mm -hmm. you're gonna wonder like what would it be like like i know that you know i have a younger sister and my uh my parents are both still here and so i know what happens like within the female body when yeah. you know that time of the month of pregnancy and how things how things change and whatever yeah. but i am looking from oh, the outside in like i can't feel how no. that is i don't know like no no exactly. how that is but that doesn't mean that me questioning means that i want to find out yes i want to be a woman so that i can find out and even and you wouldn't even, even still be able to find out because no i, I was just gonna say like even, <laughs> no like even then i would be you know a woman but if you buy it from wish yeah exactly it's, it's like, a I, I don't know, I, the whole thing confuses me. I mean, I, I, I think it's awful if somebody grew up thinking they were uh, in the opposite body or the wrong body. I can't even imagine how awful that would be. But the I fact mean, of influencing is where yeah. I am. For some people, it's, you know, it may be yeah. that way. And uh, the transition actually makes them feel whole, makes them feel 100%. complete, makes them feel that now they finally are who they are yes. supposed to be. Yeah. And good on them yes you know if that means that they can live a happy and fulfilled life 100%. good on them yeah 
you know, and uh, with my wife also being uh, part Native, part Native American, she has some uh, some Cherokee heritage, I believe. Oh. Um, there is in the uh, the Native faith, there's also something like two spirits. Yes, and um, like she is part of the uh, the LGBT community and all, and uh, so she is able to look at things from a spiritual way and from uh, like from within the community and like so many friends of hers. Uh, especially within the uh, the LGBT community, are like, okay, so whatever is happening right now with the whole mm. like drag queen story hour and the push for transgenderism, yeah, we don't condone that. That's that's no, exactly. those are not our people. Okay, Thank that's good. a very small, yeah, but unfortunately very vocal minority. But we do not associate with them. That's great. Because, you know, you do have to ask yourself, why does a grown man want to dress as a woman and read to small children? Exactly. I mean, you know, uh, if, if you want to be a drag queen or a drag king, just go yeah. on the okay. weekends for fun and you feel great. like you, know, awesome. you can you can be someone else for a moment and yep. fun. Do, do crazy things and whatever, you know, go go right ahead. Oh, if, that's, yeah. if that's what you want to do. It's great. Go for Enjoy. It. You know? Live your life. Yeah. But, you know, don't don't touch our children. Like that's, no. that's basically what it all, what it all comes down to. Don't touch our children. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's, you know, they created a hate between the unvaxxed and the vaxxed, right? For mm. the, as long as they could. And now that hate well, has dissipated. They're, they're, so now we need to create this hate, right? And I mean, they're still, they're still kind of trying with the vax and non-vax. It's just, oh, sure. you know, no, nobody's really buying it anymore. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that's why there is distraction here. You know, yeah. and, because that divides and it's bringing up a lot more hate, but it's it's bringing up passion. I like to call it because parents are like, no, 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 no. You want to do this in your free time. You go right ahead. But you're not dressing in a G string in front of my child. Like Toronto Pride was just this past weekend. Yeah. And there was kids, so many kids, more kids than there's ever been. And there's naked guys riding bikes and, and, and shaking their stuff in front of the kids. And it's like, uh, whatever happened we, to a decent exposure? Like, is that not a but thing? We should, but now we should be open about right. that and accept it because for some weird reason, that's something that our kids should be exposed to so that they don't grow up as bigots, racists, right. White istophobes, you know, you, yeah. you name it. Yeah. And it's like, but like, I can make sure that my kids don't grow up that way mm -hmm. just by being a good father. Like I don't decent. need to expose them to all of that for them not to grow up that way. Exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, I, I, my brother was a gay, a gay man. I, I mean, I loved him to death. I didn't know he was gay until later on in life. And I know he ran into a lot of stuff. Did we need more acceptance? Yes, of course we did. But there is a huge sure. difference between acceptance and an agenda, a huge difference. You no. Know? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know that. Um, like one of my classmates from uh, high school, middle school, I, I don't know what it's it's called in the States, but um, like from third grade on, it was like for everyone else, it was clear that he was gay. You know, he right. was six years old, but yeah. he already had the, you know, the mannerisms yeah. and all. And, oh, fine. And, you know, finally, you know, puberty hit in teenage years and he came out and everybody was basically like, oh, yeah, we knew. 
We knew, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's great that you now finally discovered it for yourself too. But you know, yeah. we knew and we accepted it already. Yeah, exactly. It's not a big deal. I mean, love who you no. love. But when it's children, it becomes a big deal. Yeah. Because children yeah. are very influential, as you know. I mean, you know, you can, you can tell a child they're sponges. So we had these books um, from our library in our local town and – it was unbelievable. Like they were saying things like uh, your parents guess when you were born, whether you're a boy or a girl, and sometimes they get it wrong. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> how, how does that work? Yeah. The parents guess. They guess. Apparently we guess. Uh, yeah, sure. It's like, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'm going to say boy. <laughs> right. Oh, no. It turns out to be a girl. Oh, yeah. well, my bad. Oh, whoops. Sorry, I don't know how let's I go, missed that. <laughs> let's go to the doctor and change that, shall we? Right, right. Like I don't know, and and we, I, my roommate Liz and I were, were reading them, and and I was just like, what is going on? I was confused by the end of these things. <laughs> Imagine a child not being confused, right? Yeah, it was crazy, and I and I thought this is in our library in the age group of four to eight years old. This these are these books, and I just that is an inclusion. That's that's like a grooming or like a confusion, like a programming acceptance. Yeah at all in my opinion i mean maybe i'm out to lunch but i just don't feel that that's teaching acceptance i think honestly my brother would be horrified right now i think he would i think he'd be like what is going on like he he always said to me i don't even consider myself a gay man i just i've had women and i've had men and i prefer men that's all like which was a great analogy i thought like i was like that's actually (laughs) that okay Right. You've experienced with both and you decided that this is what you resonate more with. Okay, great. Yeah. And so I, I honestly think that he would, he would have a problem with it all. I really do. I wish he was here, but I really do. I think he would. And I, as you say, your wife being involved, they have a problem with it, you know, and it's them that need to speak out. Really, it is because you and I do it and we're, we're homophobic or something, but if they actually do it and they're LGBTQ plus, plus, whatever, whatever, then no one's going to, well, maybe they will. I don't know. Call them homophobic too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no colored people can now be white supremacists as well. I I hear that. Yeah. who knows? Maybe a gay guy can be a homophobe. Maybe. Anything's possible right now. <laughs> For sure. You know, it's 2023. It's yeah. of the year. Everything's yeah. possible. Everything's possible. <laughs> White can be black. Men can be women. What women are. I don't know. What are women? I don't know. It's apparently a very difficult question to ask. Yeah, right. I mean, we've we've known for thousands, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like. I don't know but anymore. Do we, but do we really know? Yeah. Like, really? No? Yeah. Huh. I know. I guess we don't. Let's try and redefine it. Yeah. And, and when you have, when you have some of these, these ones who are in the, in the face of, of things probably groomed again, as I, as I mentioned, mm. but they're men and they're buying tampons and things. I'm like, what are you doing with those exactly? <laughs> like, and getting sponsorships for Bud right? Light. Yeah. 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 I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, but again, groomed, groomed, groomed. Yeah. Or uh, with the whole, uh, well, Dylan Mulvaney stuff, what I've also heard a theory, which, you know, isn't, may not be too far off. Like, uh, apparently he's been trying to, uh, to get 
to to find his way into you know fame and fortune for a while now but he's just been struggling with it and like he had some roles here and there he did some things but nothing nothing major nothing that really made him him stand out or be noticed by the right people and you know he saw all this happening he saw an opportunity and he took it and look where he is now i mean you can say that you know he sold out but you can also say that he saw what was happening decided that hey maybe this is my way into fame and fortune yep let's give it a go and now he's sponsored by tampax and by bud light and nike and, I think, too or something oh god he looks like he's never lifted a thing in his life and i'm sorry but women don't act like that they just don't like we, we don't do those things <laughs> Even the most feminine women don't act like that. That's not what we do. I... No, the the best part, the best part is he's not even. He says that in everything that he does, like he he blew up on TikTok, of course. TikTok, of course, of course, of course. Where else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he never said that he's a woman. He said that he's a girl. Yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, you're a grown man. Yeah, calling yourself a girl. I mean, I have questions. <laughs> Me too. A lot of questions. And I, you know, and I, I feel bad for some because I think there is some mental illness going on and, and mm. we're just okaying mental illness. We're not like I, I was we're watching this one thing, actually, and there was a therapist on there and she'd been a therapist for years. She had these parents come in and their son had claimed he wanted to be a girl. And so she sat down with him. They had recently had a baby and it was a girl. Mm. And she had special needs. So the family was very focused on this girl. Well, to this little boy who was four years old, he doesn't see special needs. He doesn't see all that. He sees a girl and thinks, my parents love the girl. I want to be a girl. That's why he wanted to be a girl. Not because he actually wanted to be a girl. He just wanted to change his gender so that his parents would pay attention to him more. So this is all getting getting right? And, And that was... That was quite enlightening because actually, you know, makes sense. And this is the this is the mentality of a four year old, right? They it's yeah. right. They see, oh my my mommy had a baby girl. They are spending all this time with the baby girl. They want they they like her better. I want to be a girl, and then they'll spend time with me, right? Yeah, and that's. I think that's also you know, like speaking of disconnect, that's a disconnect between how how kids think. You know, as you yes. said, for very black and white you yeah. know kids are like they're so so simple yes you know, they they simple. like you or they don't yeah that's you right. know they they like this thing they don't like the other thing that's that you know that's I, right. I i see that with my own my own kids as well you know yeah. my, my son you know being a little boy very much into superheroes and dinosaurs right. yep. and those are his two biggest passions and he likes that yeah why because he likes it because yeah. he's a boy yeah you know so but as an adult you know we're trying to find the reason behind it and we're you know we're we're trying to to dig and search and be like okay but like what's behind (laughs) it and is there a deeper meaning and it's no it's like no he likes it because he they're cool because he likes it because they're cool yeah superheroes are cool dinosaurs are cool he doesn't want to be a dinosaur he doesn't maybe he wants to be a superhero but he doesn't he doesn't want to identify (laughs) as a dinosaur just likes them <laughs> yeah because you know dinosaurs are are cool. cool and 
that's that's all the reasoning he needs and i think that's maybe that's also where uh like as an adult we or a a lot of us at least we have lost that that inner child we have lost that that child's voice maybe you know because of the world and how uh how much pressure there is on us to you know be an adult and you know work for i don't know 40 50 years and then you retire and then you can live your life right you know um but it's it's just a lot of a lot of pressure it's it's not always as fun being an adult and so you know we're trying to be as adults as we can because that's what's expected of us and you know liking superheroes or you know having toys superhero toys and whatever oh that's childish that's childlike come on you're a grown man yeah like what what are you doing with child toys (laughs) fine guess i'll get rid of them You know, get a normal job, sit in a cubicle, nine to five. Yeah, exactly. Crushing my soul. Yeah, exactly. Not having fun anymore. That's why I have a dirt bike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think with losing that that child in ourselves, losing that, um, that, that child voice, we we don't understand kids that's right anymore we're we're like i don't know if it's that we think that kids think the same as yeah. we do or that we just don't know anything at all and we're just you know rationalizing it with our adult brain and be like oh well that must be it yeah because you know what you said i i totally get it yeah. you know mom and dad spend more time with my baby sister yeah he's a girl yeah Maybe if I'm if I become a girl too, yep. Then mom and dad will spend t- more time with me as well. Exactly. I get it. It's yep. it for for a four year old that way that of thinking sense. totally makes sense. Makes sense, it, it, you know, because that's what he sees every day. He sees his parents having to deal with his sister. You know, she's a girl, and I want to be a I want to be a girl. I want my mommy and daddy to spend that time with me. You know. Yeah, and it's it's just so. But then to project the you know wanting to be a girl because you know you're uh you he feels like he's a girl or he feels like he's he's not a boy that's that's the very adult way of thinking you know immediately going to oh there must be something wrong yeah like there is the nature god the gods whatever must have made a mistake Yeah. Of some kind. Yeah. It's like, no, there's a very simple rational explanation for it. That's right. And this is it. It's yeah. not that hard. No, it's very simple and makes sense. I mean, you, you connect the dots. It makes sense, you know, and, and how many out there now are on puberty blockers and all these things for that very similar reason. And, you know, they chemically castrate pedophiles with that, that drug they're now giving to children. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. But it's, it's not the same, you know. It's it's to punish those pedophiles and it's oh, to help those children. Yeah. No, that's, it's different. totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, scenario again, right? Yeah. 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 yeah good. Good one. You know. <laughs> it's and well, that's that's with that's with everything. You know, it's it's a tool, yeah. and it's it's how you how you use it. That, yes. you know, is it either uh, or, you know, makes it bad or makes it good, you know, yeah. uh, on the on the podcast and in the tribe. And as pagans, which is ourselves, we deal with uh, with magic a lot. Yeah. And people are all about like 
oh, you know, white magic and black magic and whatever. And it's like magic is magic. Yeah, it's how you use like, it that makes yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can use it for evil purposes. You can use it yeah. to, you know, brainwash people, mm-hmm. you know, perform these these sacrifices and, yeah. and whatever. But you can also use it to help yourself, help your family, help people in need, protect protect people even like just yesterday for example i was on the uh the podcast with uh barry lynn very politically uh or he was very politically active um for the protection of uh pagans wiggins and druids in the united states because he saw that basically every law having to do with religion was very uh was very much focused on the like the conservative christians mm-hmm. and whatever or you know right. maybe a small small part for the uh the native americans and he was like but there are so many more out there there's such a big pagan community and yeah. you know he spoke up to some people and you know all, all good christians of course and they yeah. well uh what i can only describe put a a curse or a hex on him because he was saying things that you know they didn't agree with so they wow. got so vengeful that they you know were trying to put a curse on him and there was the pagan community <laughs> no I, well you know you you think so the good pagans but, though like you know. uh, of course of yeah. course like you know there was the pagan community there were the heathens the witches the wiccans who like wrote him letters and called him up and said hey don't worry we got you nice. like we'll we'll make sure that that you're protected good. and he was and he was that's amazing but it's, it's still it's magic It's, yeah. But it's, you know, used to counteract what is seen as evil or bad yeah. or yeah. black magic or whatever. Yeah. So it's sure. it's all it's all a tool. It's yeah. a matter of how you use it. Like the internet can be used oh. to spread, you know, spread rumors, spread lies and whatever, but you know, we can also use it for places like this, connect people, get the information yeah. out there that should be getting out there. That's right. Exactly. And and that's where I like it, right? I choose to use it in that manner myself. Um and same with anything. I mean, you know, energy is energy and and you can You can make it a good energy or a bad energy. And, exactly. You know, some people like yeah. the bad energy and it frequents really low. And that's when all this awful, horrible things in my book can happen. Right. But if we raise that, it's, you know, you walk into a dark room and you flick a light on, there's no more dark, you know? Yeah. It goes away. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really what darkness is. It's mm-hmm. just the absence of light. That's right. Exactly. It's all, you know, speaking of black and white, yeah. truly, truly that's. It know? is. Yeah, Duel- it's duality. It's that's what this world runs on, basically. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, and you don't know what the light is without the dark. You do need some dark. True. You know, and true. Um, but it's just that when the pendulum swings one way too far, it's time to fix that. You know. Yeah, I do believe that the the pendulum is swinging uh, swinging back. But me too. We. We all know this world eventually is going to swing all the way to the other side and we'll be back at square one just yeah. on the, the opposite ends. Yes. We'll have a few golden years in between and we, we, should, you know, we should treasure those for as long yep. as they may last. Well, this is a gift being here, right? This is a gift because we get to touch and feel and, and experience. Um, whether it's a good or bad experience is still a gift. 
And, you know, we spend all of our time here having the human experience, but trying to become more spiritual. When we die, we are a spirit. So it's just kind of an ironic thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's important to, to stay grounded. Like, Absolutely. yeah, you can, you know, you can try and be one with nature and, you know, honor your ancestors, honor the gods and yep. find your, your spirituality and your higher being. But yep. you know, don't forget you are still human. You are exactly. still, you know, are still living in yeah. a physical body on a physical planet that right. needs to happen here as well exactly and i think i think in my opinion that's what happens to people is they get mind body spirit something's out of whack they have too much spirit not mm -hmm. enough body or they have too much mind and not enough spirit or you know if every if those three things are balanced i think you can you can be pretty happy and it's an ongoing struggle to balance them all right <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, it is. You know, some yeah. some days, you know, things will be a little more out of balance. Some other days, you'll feel a little more balanced. Yep. And then it's there are okay. days that you just don't feel anything at all. And you're just wiped and done, and be like, "Yes, okay, you know what? Not now, not today. I'm just gonna, you know, that's right. Be lazy on the couch, flick on Netflix, exactly. order Uber Eats, and call it a day because I'm exactly. conserve some energy. Exactly. And it's important to know when that is necessary. Right. And to yeah. acknowledge it and say that it's okay. It's okay today to do nothing. You know? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, speaking of the, the pressure that's on you as an, as an adult, like you're expected mm -hmm. to always be on. Yeah. Like to yeah. always be productive. Yeah. But somehow you're never being productive enough. Like you can always do better. You can always do more. You can yes. always do do this and you shouldn't be doing it this way. You should be doing it that way. Right. But then when you do it that way, you're not doing it that way enough. And That's right. Exactly. It's kind of like a workout. You know, you go and you, you can go eight, seven days a week, but you're not doing yourself justice because your body needs that time to rest. And it's the same with anything, you know, we yeah. do. And I think sometimes when we ignore that, a part of our body will then shut us down. Like, you know, you all of a sudden you have a shoulder issue and you can't move it and then you can't do yeah. it. Right. It's like, okay, you I weren't mean, listening. So here you go. <laughs> I mean, I think that's also where, uh, <laughs> but this is not a whole other tangent, but where a lot of, uh, a lot of sicknesses, yeah, for example, too. will come from that. Your body is me just too. telling you like, Hey, yeah, enough. Me too. Yeah. Like you, you've been, you've been doing too much. Mm -hmm. I've been putting up with it. Yes. No more. I'm going to break down. That's right. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to force down. you to yep. take it easy. And therein lies the physical aspect of our journey, right? <laughs> like yeah. That, it's yeah. That, that reminds us, oh, right. We are a physical being on this physical planet. Like we, you know, or whatever we're yeah. on. And we definitely need that reminder every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, we most certainly do. Like you can, you can be, can be an activist all the time. You yeah. can be, you know, a researcher all the time. Like I imagine like with your research, especially how, how dark and how heavy it is. Oh yeah. You need a break Oh, every, sure. every once in a while, if it, even if it's just to let it all sink in. Yeah, yeah. And just to let it all, you know, you have to filter through some crap, right? That you get because some yeah. things, okay, no, that's a little much. But then there's other things where it's like, yeah, you, it is very heavy. It's very heavy. And I do, the kids keep me going though. The kids keep me going. 
Like I just think of them and then I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Think of them. They're experiencing it. I'm just reading about it and, you know, keep going. So, but I do definitely need those grounding days. I call them where I, you know, (laughs) go spend time in my garden or just in my pool or on the grass or wherever, just to kind of bring myself back and then recharge right yeah good to go but yeah you do you do you definitely need that break for sure yeah and i think on this solid piece of advice we yes. can uh, we can wrap it up we've been going for uh, well pretty much wow. oh my close God. to two hours yeah That's just you know, it, it happens when you know just when the flow goes and you Get into uh, to conversations and all, and just about all the the stuff that's that's going on. Like there's just so much to yep. talk about. Uh, <laughs> like I can. Ah. There's my cat. One of them at the, at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yep, yep. Wrap it up. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, is your book available in the Netherlands? It should uh, be. Or- you have an okay. Amazon, do you there? Um, yeah, Amazon, Amazon is available in the uh, in the Netherlands. I would I, I would love to uh, to read your uh, read your book. So thanks. Yeah, this is this is the cover. This is what it looks like, um, uh, and it's under AD Van size instead of my my name Angie. I I wanted it that way because my first book was under Angie, and it's a completely different genre. So yeah, yeah I was I was looking it up to. Uh, because I, I saw that I had um, no links of yours in the uh, in the description box down below, so I went looking and uh, I did find find your book um, under uh, under your name, but I was like, uh, "Am I? This is this is not what I'm looking for. Is this the same? I mean, yeah. it's the right it's it's the right name, but it's a whole different book." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I I do have have your uh, your content, uh, your official website. I have your Amazon book, your Amazon writer's account, and Goodreads. I have them all in the description box down oh, below. That's great. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Of course, of course. You know uh, that I wanted to ask you on if, uh, if I wasn't interested in what you're having uh, having to say and what you're uh, what you have been writing about, and then like not put it in the yeah. description. Um, I really appreciate you having me and I loved meeting you. It's been a, a real pleasure. And thank you for the work that you do because you're making a difference also. I, uh, I most certainly, most certainly try. And even if it's just, so if this is resonating with, with one individual, one person that is, yeah. you know, watching this or listening to this on any of the podcasting platforms that we're on and it resonates and once uh, pushes them to make a change as well, that's a hundred percent results. So yeah, exactly. I agree. So thank you very much for, uh, for coming on. It's been another, uh, another long one, but it's, it's definitely <laughs> been a, uh, a good one. Uh, everybody that is watching, Everybody that is listening, do check out uh, her book, Hidden Shadows. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's available in some form on Goodreads as well, mm-hmm. I believe. Or just um, go to the official website. It is all linked in the description box down below. And I'll make sure to do the same on uh, audio platforms, of course. So, yeah, this has been another great episode on the Grey Horn Pagans podcast. Uh, you can find everything about the Grey Horn Pagans, what we do, what we are about, and every show we have done so far which is quite a bit and quite diverse 
you can find it all through our websites, www.greyhornpagans.com, uh, where you can also find the substack of Child of Ash, Thane Josh. He wants to refer by Thane Josh because he's also writing a book. Uh, both Josh and I are aspiring writers as well. We're both working on a different story, but similar, similar kind of vibe. Um, and where, and on his Substack, you can read his story, his first-hand accounts about you know all this, all this awful stuff. Um, so you know, be warned, it is a bit of a darker topic. But we also talk about a lot of good and light stuff on the Greyhound Pagans podcast. It's not all dark. <laughs> so thank you all very much for watching. Thank you all very much for uh, listening. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Uh, a five-star rating goes a long way. Um, is there anything else that I should be doing as you know a good content creator? Uh, no, I think that's it. So, yeah, thank you all very much. Again, Angie, thank you thank for you. coming on. It has been absolutely amazing. And yeah, I can't. I can't wait to uh, to read the book. It's gonna be. Thank you. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to uh, keep the lights on for that. Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> you will. And please do let me know what you think when you're finished. I will. I will do. I, I will do. So, thank you so much. Thank you, and until next time, everyone.